0: this edition of God Stories Radio this is session six I'm Mike I'm Fritz and tonight we have uh, Fritz has uh, felt God put it on his heart that uh, he's going to do a, a little bit of his testimony to give you a prelude to where he's coming from and why he's uh, feeling the way he has and why this was burdened his heart to uh, to come through and uh, speak on uh, God Stories Radio about this
1: well, thank you, Mike. Uh, first, before I I kind of get into it tonight, I you know I some several praise reports. You know, we've just been growing leaps and bounds since we started this. We just got approved for iTunes. Uh, we're now on Reverb Nation, Stitcher Radio. So uh, all this content, there will be so many avenues that we'll be able to come to you. So, but what's really neat is over this past week, I feel like that we have just have an extended family now all over the world. I know what you mean. Like, all over the world. I mean, I've, I've met so many new friends, especially through the Reverb Nation, and I have noticed and uh, something I didn't think about when we first started the, this podcast is me being a musician, and I'm kind of ashamed that I seem to forsake the musicians their testimony concerning their dreams and their goals and uh, I've met some musicians online through the reverb nation and God had just kind of prompted me to communicate with a few of them one of them's Bobby McIntyre and I actually posted his video testimony on our website another one is uh, a video by a group called Broken Yesterday out of Darlington South Carolina they have been instrumental and really helping Aubrey through some pretty tough times and they sent us a care package this year at Christmas time with t-shirts and stickers and God really opened up my eyes to the musician and me being a musician I should have thought about that, so I'm a little ashamed, and I apologize to you guys out there, the working musician. We're praying for you guys, and we'll help you any way, shape, or form, but I also want to thank you know our new friends, Jim at Crimson Chord, and also Mike, he sent me an email that he would like us to be judges on his logo contest. He is designing a new logo for Crimson Chord, and he wants us to be a judge and give him feedback
0: okay, on be cool. that.
1: I'm really excited about that. And Mike and Mark, of course, from Solomon Sports, these guys have been such an inspiration and a source of encouragement. We still uh, were praying for Mike. I know that he lost his mother, his mother. I believe. Yeah. yeah. And we were praying for Travel and Mercies. And I, I think he was at Real Men on Monday. He was. He I was thought there. that I saw him, but I didn't get it to speak to him. But I Mike, we either. love you. And uh, we're praying for you in your loss. We just love you, man. Tune in with us next week. We're going to have Mike Shelley, I think he's going to be here giving his testimony, and he's going to be talking about Every Man's Battle, which is um, a series based on, you know, sexual uh, temptation and stuff that every man battles. So uh, next week, I'm not sure of the night on that, he has uh, committed to be with us. I've kind of entitled this this session, Why God Why? And we've all had those conversations with the Lord. Yes,
0: we have. I've had many of them.
1: I know when we just throw up our hands and and we scream why god why i was you know it seems that the devil seems to pick on you when you're physically i guess just burned out exhausted and i think i was in a state of that last week i had been battling for the last couple weeks because i haven't had help here at the office and um You know, when I wasn't here, I'm at church, and Aubrey and I kind of been ships passing in the night and seeing her much, so I was just um, getting mentally and physically exhausted. I came home and had a very interesting conversation with the Lord. You know, the devil is more than happy to tap you on your shoulder and remind you that, hey, you know, if you served a God that cared, you know, you wouldn't be going through these struggles. You know, and then, "Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Before I get into present day, I want to back up the film just a little bit. And I've never really shared my testimony before. I'm just going to kind of share the physical side of the testimony just cause you, so you can kind of get a sneak peek as to the frustration uh, leading up to, to my conversation with the Lord the other night. But in 2004, uh, well, Aubrey's been battling a kidney disorder since nine months of age. In 2004, she received her first kidney the kidney lasted for a good five years. She didn't even have a cough. The latter part of that same year, I blew a heart valve in my heart. And I was going to the gym. I was working out. I was in the best shape ever. Behind all these kind of semi-tragedies, when I look back, I know that God was at work in my life because he saved my life. In the latter part of '04, the same year that she got her uh, kidney, I had to have a heart valve massive open heart surgery and they put a St. Jude's metal heart valve in my heart. In 2008 Aubrey loses the kidney. She starts on every kind of form of dialysis. We were trying to do it at home. We were doing um, hemodialysis which we still are to present day which hemo is uh, done by the blood and then uh, peritoneal dialysis is done through the belly through the peritoneum. She loses the kidney and 2008. 2010 was another situation where I was diagnosed with an aortic aneurysm. I should have died then. Uh, Going to the gym, working out, running, lifting weights. My primary care physician thought that I just had clogged arteries. He took me straight in and they did a heart cath and said, well I got good news and bad news, your arteries are clean and green but you have a weak aorta and we need to fix it now the other part of that story is kind of how i ended up in orlando because i florida hospital this particular surgeon was one of only two in the country that had ever done a a procedure called a florida sleeve and that's what they did they actually manufactured an aorta for me out of uh dacron sort of a bionic man so to speak and you can hear my heart tick which is really wild if you get in an elevator with me it goes tick 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 so i kind of tell people relax i don't i don't have a bomb really ruined my poker game though mm-hmm. it, it's a definite tell you're holding a couple aces yeah, really. also with that i suffered a vertigo it would just come on and sometimes it would rid me to the bed for two or three days And my wife at the time was very understanding, very loving, uh, very protective over me. Uh, There were several times where she had to actually take me by the hand and lead me out of stores. If I were to look up, I would have, you know, thrown up right there. Anybody that's ever had vertigo or knows what that is, the spinning sensation, it's it's not very much fun. With that coupled the same year I started to lose my hearing in my left ear and I've never really shared that with too many people only because you know working productions in the church and things like that I figured you know if I could keep that under wraps and people wouldn't cater to me and they wouldn't think I could do the job it's only till recently that I felt like I really needed to seek God for healing you know and I'm scared I'm scared of of going deaf who wouldn't be? But not only that, you know, when you've got a passion for something that requires you to hear good, you know, I play drums, and I also do sound, things like that that require you to hear good. That's my passion. And I couldn't imagine God taking something like that away. I always reflect back because I know that that Paul had a thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He never speaks of what it is. I know, but he prayed to God to remove it three times. You know, three times and i know that god said no similarly if i said that right i have asked god to remove some of these things because i feel like they're thorns in the flesh do they keep me focused yes do i stay ticked off yes so it's kind of hard to find a balance but anyway with all of that said we have been back and forth to miami for the last couple of years trying to get aubrey just listed for a transplant i've been so focused on aubrey it's been good and bad the good meaning she gives me purpose she gives me a reason to get out of the bed in the morning there again i didn't i don't take care of myself it's just till recently where i've noticed that things are progressively getting worse. The genetics doctor in Miami, once they took a history on Aubrey, they turned to me, took a history on me, and he says to Aubrey, hang on just a minute, let's talk about you. They want to see me back in Miami for all kinds of testing. When they found out I had Morphan's disease and uh, what Abe Lincoln had and just all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, and I've never shared this with anybody because I try to mask it. Well sometimes you just get tired of trying to mask it Mm -hmm. and I think I've asked the Lord you know what is the missing piece of the puzzle and I know that there's a lot of guys out there and girls I don't want to exclude the ladies are to a point of frustration in their life to where they're crying out to God. I don't want to think of God as a puzzle that if you put all the right pieces in the right order, you know, like a Rubik's cube, then you win, then you get the prize. Mm-hmm. And I don't think God operates like that. No,
0: he's not a genie in a box either.
1: No, but sometimes you feel like he does. You know, you feel like, you know, hey, by my works, am I qualified to be healed? What is it with the piece of the puzzle that I'm missing? He did drop that book in my lap and uh, Mike Shelley as well. Uh, As far as the every man's battle. So I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that was an issue in my life that cost me dearly. And not only cost me, it cost Aubrey and children that I have been involved with decisions that I made. I didn't realize how many people in my life that I affected. Because when you make poor decisions in your life, it's just not you. That's paying for that. I know that you and I both are paying for things our fathers did. You know, generational curses. Absolutely. We, we don't like to talk about those things. You no. know, we don't like to talk about curses. We don't like to, I mean, I don't believe in
0: that. And There are generational strongholds and spiritual strongholds that that take a hold of you.
1: I know you're very versed in that because, you know, when God found you, what, six plus? Almost, or is it?
0: It's, it's uh, Actually, uh, one month and a few days short of seven years. Seven
1: years. I knew it. I knew it was really close. And I know that you have been uh, renouncing strongholds every day of your life. I do. Since uh, on you and your family, and it's powerful, and it's something that that I think I need personally more education in. Leading up to present day, I was in productions. I was traveling, you know, doing uh, tours and big productions and just one day they decided to lay me off sent me an email said uh you did a great job but your services are no longer needed and that was a day that i was sitting next to aubrey in the dialysis unit and i'm just like Man. there again there's here's god you know 30 minutes later you know i'm thinking to myself well, i'm just gonna pull out the old real estate license and dust it off and you know i've always got that to fall back on it was a time in my life that, that I learned a lot when I got that license and went through some things personally that uh, that are, are good memories. Within 30 minutes, I had a job. I answered a blind ad on Craigslist, and within uh, 30 minutes, I was talking to somebody. Uh, all, they, all they said was looking for a property manager, a licensed property manager, but I didn't realize that was StoreQuick, which it, uh, this was StoreQuick. Uh, This facility was StoreQuick at the time. Three months later, um, it was bought out by Extra Space, and I was having to reapply for my own job. Hmm. Wow. But little did I know, the manager that was here got cancer, and she was out for almost four months, and I ran the facility by myself as an an assistant. I did all the auctions. I I did everything. That would lead me to an instant promotion with the new company i mean i i uh, they had to justify keeping me because god just blessed the numbers just happened mm-hmm. i I, yeah. I don't know how they happened; they just happened so those are some of the good things but
0: well i'm also thinking of another one too When when this all happened uh didn't it give you the time to be able to be with your daughter to be able to take her to these places and so on
1: yeah it did and one of the one of the neat uh, perks of being promoted to a manager is you get the on-site apartment. So uh, Aubrey and I, all of a sudden, had a place to live for free. And now I can stock that money away, for what I call the transplant fund. So if I have to be a month out of work in Miami, I'm not going to go under. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can see where God's moving all the chess pieces into play right and those are the good things when you wake up on the other side you can you thank God when you have the day where you're just exhausted and then
0: like last Tuesday
1: like yeah like last Tuesday why God why <laughs> why God why that's right physically exhausted mentally exhausted trying to have a conversation with somebody and can you can't hear or trying to run sound and you don't get it you know, you ask God what are the missing pieces to the puzzle? What's it going to take for me to accomplish a healing? More or less I screamed at him and, you know, I, I even pointed to Aubrey's room. I said, "You know, it's one thing for me to suffer, but why? Why does she have to suffer? You know, what good is coming of this except for her pain and suffering? What kind of God are you?" And I'm sure the devil's just having a heyday. He's going, yeah, get him, boy. Sick him, boy. <laughs> After a good shout-fest for about 15 minutes, I laid quiet. You know, when once you get it out of your system, he lets you go. This has never happened to me before. I've never re- – you know, I kind of hover around Isaiah anyway. I just love that book. It's just powerful. I don't know what it is. You know, just a lot of divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And Then there's a lot of just soothing and comfort that comes along with it. I've never had my hand guided through the scriptures before. I've never had my eyes open to the scriptures like this ever. Now, you know, you've read certain scriptures a thousand times and then you read it, God opens your eyes to it and you see it and you jump back and you go, wow, that's what that means. Holy smokes. God did that to me last Tuesday night. Or actually, it was before last Tuesday night, but, you know, Monday night. He just guided me. I flipped the Bible open. Why? I don't know. I'm seething at this point. And I just, the Bible's the last thing I want to look at. You know, where's my, you know, my Best Buy catalog or something. Yeah. You look at stereos something. But he takes me to Isaiah 38, which talks about Hezekiah and his illness, mm-hmm. you know, and I like the part where Hezekiah turns his head towards the wall, and he weeps, and he asks God, why? God, why? That's kind of where I was at. I turned my head to the wall, and I was weeping. But in the latter part of that chapter 38 was the first portion of the answer that he gave me as to why things were happening in my life and Aubrey's life. I'll be reading uh, out of the NIV, but uh, starting in... um, the second portion of verse 16, you restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish in your love. You kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. Wow. I still get the goosebumps, man, when I read it. That. That. And I've read that a hundred times, but never has it popped like that. Never did I feel did I hear his voice behind it. You ever you ever see the, the uh the progressive commercial where the little kid speaks but it's actually the the actor's voice, the insurance commercial. But anyway, they uh that's kinda what it sounded to me when I read it back to myself was I could hear a voice. I could hear a mighty voice behind it where he was he was telling me I put you through this. Yeah, I did it. But I did it. There's a reason you suffer the anguish. There's a reason Aubrey suffers the anguish. So then he takes me. I flip the page, and my eyes land on Isaiah 41. In the second half of verse 9, it says, I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And then it goes on to talk about in verse 11 about all who rage against you, which really doesn't... I don't really have people that are raging against me as much as I was raging against God at the time. Back across the page to... Isaiah 40, which is one of our favorites, you know, it's mm-hmm. the the comfort, comfort 40, talks 30, a lot about comforting God's people. Yep. But it's the latter part of chapter 40, starting in verse 31, and this just puts the cherry on the top of the, the whipped cream. I know the verse well. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, and we all know they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I'm telling you, I'm about in tears right now because we've all read that verse probably a hundred times. Anybody that reads the Bible, studies the Bible, it's like John three sixteen. We will mount wings as eagles. We'll run and not grow weary. There was also a verse in Psalms that he he took me to. Psalms 50:14. Sacrifice, thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And that was like a three, four-part mini answer. Well, it was more than a mini answer to me, but I got chills just just reading that. Right. I've never ever, Mike, had the scripture come alive to me like that before. And
0: when I came in that next night, I could tell that there was really something there on, uh, you know, that was going on with you at that time for sure.
1: The listeners out there, what's great is you'll you will get to know us um, a little more intimately as the more you listen. There'll be telltale signs about things we know about, don't know about, and. What we struggle with, and that's part—that's the part of the program I enjoy. I really enjoy. Uh, Twitter has been such a blessing. Facebook, just hearing from from everybody, has been incredible. And uh, please, if you listen to us, go on our blog at GodStoriesRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter. You no, know, say something. Just let us know you listened. You like it we're not uh we'll take suggestions if you say hey once you guys talk about this i heard you say this
0: when everything that we've done in the past week there seems to be a lot of uh, downloading going on too uh just you know just give us uh, us some encouragement and let us know what's going on and what you what you're all thinking out there and then also we are still looking for uh looking to hear from anybody that would like to uh give a testimony yeah if you're a <laughs>
1: in the claremont area orlando area i mean if you're within driving distance whatever if god lays it on your heart we would love to host you right we're right here uh, centrally located and in, in the in the heart of claremont we would I'm, love to host right, you. right and
0: i'm sure we could find a way if anybody else from anywhere Anywhere. anywhere. we we'll want to give give a testimony, I'm sure we can find a way to do it with all the technology that's out there today.
1: Absolutely. Even if you you want to call in, we have ways that you could call in and speak to us, you know, via cell phone or what have you. If you just absolutely don't want to talk with us, which is okay, that might not be your thing, um, send us a written testimony. We'd love to post it with your permission on the website. We've all got something... Somebody needs to hear.
0: Someone out there has to, needs to hear it and needs the encouragement and the, and the comfort that uh, we ourselves have been given uh, knowing what we're going through. We're just blessed
1: that he chose us to do this because Absolutely. we both have a passion to do it. We appreciate you tuning in and downloading or soon to be on iTunes, whatever venue, uh, Stitcher Radio, whatever venue that you choose to listen to us, Reverb Nation, let us know. Let us know that you did. We would greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. So that's uh, GodStoriesRadio.com. Twitter is uh, at GodStoriesRadio. So please follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Make sure you tune in to uh, Mike and Mark at Solomon's Porch Radio and Jim at Crimson Cord, friends of ours. We just want to be a blessing that's it anybody and everybody that's why we do this
0: and again it would give us encouragement that it is working and god is having us be able to help someone out there in their time of need
1: well that's uh, wraps it up for why god why session 6 tonight i appreciate you listening to me ramble for a little bit and i can uh, definitely get more detailed with the testimony if any of you have have questions about anything that we said tonight please feel free to uh, hit the contact page on the website. Send us an email, a twit, a tweet, a twit. <laughs> What What is it, Mike? It's a I tweet. Think it's, I think it's a tweet. It's a tweet. Send us a tweet, and we'll tweet back to you, I think. So anyway, we love you guys. That's it for Session 6. Until next week, I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And this is God Stories Radio. God bless.
0: God bless.